Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. So, Morning Prayer at St Thomas's Church, Fair Oak, on Saturday the 13th of February. Using Lectio 365 again. And this week uh, they have been covering... Uh, some of the Beatitudes, or in particular the Beatitude about blessed are the persecuted. Quite a difficult topic, but one which uh, I trust will be uh, helpful. So as we enter prayer now, we pause to be still. to breathe slowly to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God so we pause to be still to as it were tell ourselves our minds our bodies to be at peace to check our breathing and to collect all the scattered thoughts and emotions and bring them to the, the place of peace to God. And we pray, God of every blessing, in this new season we invite you to shape our souls with your words and inspire our lives through your works. Teach us to walk in the way of blessing. Still wondering what that looks like, what that means to walk in the way of blessing. I'm wondering if part of it is about gratitude, about giving thanks to God for the things he is doing and has done. As a family, we are rejoicing this morning. Judy's sister in New Zealand has become a grandparent for the very first time. We give thanks for the birth of little Eva Rose all the way down there in New Zealand. And I'm giving thanks. Uh, I've had a tooth extracted, which has given me a lot of problems for some time now. And although it wasn't a wonderful experience, the extraction happened and uh, we had some laughter in the uh, in the operating room down there at Royal South Hants. But I see it as a blessing to be rid of that particular tooth. So thank you, Lord. We pause to give thanks, to count our blessings, to give thanks to God this morning. And we choose to rejoice in God's invitation today, joining in the ancient praise of all God's people in the words of Psalm 65. And I think that's there's something in that, isn't there? Choosing to rejoice, choosing to give thanks. Psalm 65 verses 3 and 4 say, 
though we are overwhelmed by our sins, you forgive them all. What joy for those you choose to bring near, those who live in the holy courts. What festivities, ooh, festivities await us inside your holy temple. Though we are overwhelmed by our sins, you forgive them all, though our sins are like scarlet. They shall be as snow. No sign of snow where I am this morning. But we rejoice for that picture of transforming forgiveness. And today we reflect on Hebrews 13, where Jesus is described as a very different kind of high priest, one who is to be found in a very unlikely place. Hebrews 13, verses 11 to 14. The high priest carries the blood of animals into the most holy place as a sin, sin offering, but the bodies are burned outside the camp. And so Jesus also suffered outside the city gate to make the people holy through his own blood. Let us then go to him outside the camp, bearing the disgrace he bore. For here we do not have an enduring city, but we are looking for the city that is to come. Difficult language, perhaps, for us. That language of sacrifice, of blood, of offering animals to God. Very significant, of course, to the, uh, the Jewish culture of the time. But for us, it's a, it's a picture of Jesus dying outside the walls of Jerusalem. As one who is scorned, as one who is um, like a leper. They have to be withdrawn, taken out, separated. Jesus becoming sin for us, taking on our sin. All that picture and symbolism and the reality also of our forgiveness, the cost of it all. Outside the camp is the unclean place, the place of suffering and death. I cannot fathom, we cannot fathom, the kind of love that would compel the God of creation, the one for whom the most holy place was made, to go outside the camp and suffer for the people. This is wrong, this is an injustice but gloriously and wonderfully true. And there Jesus suffers for each of us, for you and for me. Yet here is where we find Jesus, just where I 
we need him to be. It seems so wrong and yet becomes so right, so gloriously true for us of Jesus giving everything up, being scorned to the end and yet doing it because he loves us so much. And those of us who feel unworthy, who feel that that shouldn't have happened, uh, there is that sense of why, Lord, it shouldn't have happened. We can, as it were, transform our unworthiness and receive his worthiness. These things, these glorious things show us that it, it was worth it for Jesus, just for you and me. So we pray, Lord, whenever I am tempted towards self-loathing, towards imagining that I am worthless and unloved, help me to remember that you suffered outside the camp for me. You thought I was worth pursuing. I and you are worth it. Better than any hair advert. We pause a moment to receive that forgiveness, that sense of worth, that sense of purpose that Jesus gives us. Hmm. And we think of anyone that we may know who believes they are worthless and unloved. So difficult, isn't it, when people feel that way because no matter how much we say to them and, and try to convince them of their worth, that sort of compounds it. We pray, Holy Spirit, come on all those this morning who feel worthless and unloved. We pray now that they too would know how much they are cherished and loved by you. And Lord, please even use us to let them know this in some way, Father, in words, in actions, in a text, in an email in a card, perhaps thinking of those who are on their own, um, especially tomorrow being Valentine's Day, a chance to say, you are loved. We care about you. God cares infinitely for you. Lord, help us to know who we should uh, be sending a message of some sort to let them know they are loved. And as we return uh, to the passage now, will you open our eyes to hear your word and our hearts to yield to your will once again? Hebrews 13, 11 to 14, the high priest carries the blood of the animals into the most holy place as a sin offering, but the bodies are burned outside the camp. And so Jesus also suffered outside the city gate to make the people holy 
through his own blood, let us then go to him outside the camp, bearing the disgrace he bore, for he for here we do not have an enduring city, but we are looking for the city that is to come. So there is that futuristic um, aspect to what we're saying today. We're looking for a city that is to come, but can receive these things. We don't have to wait. We can receive God's forgiveness, his sense of worth today. So receiving Jesus' invitation has always seemed like a religious thing that happens in a big worship meeting. But here it seems to me more like joining Jesus in unclean, unseen places, places where reputations are risked and worldly comforts are let go. Lord, when we when are we to find you outside the camp in our own contexts? Help us to embrace the disgrace of joining you there. Hmm. Is God asking us to join him in those less hospitable places, the less nice places, places of difficulty, of hardship, of sin, of deprivation even. Is God inviting us to embrace the disgrace and join him in those difficult places where we meet others who are in need? Difficult prayer, difficult concept. Lord, just bring that to you what are you saying to us and we bring to you father those things which are difficult to include in the chat anything you'd like prayer for but we continue uh, to pray uh, for the aquino family for dear little noah as he uh, is uh, still poorly and asking Lord, for your help and healing for him, that he would continue to improve, that you would give them hope as a family. Oh, Father, come close. Bring your healing to dear Noah, we pray. And thinking of uh, children called Noah, we rejoice uh, with Noah Chiari his acceptance uh, into uh, college, music college for next year in September. Seems amazing that that's coming round. Pray for him as he uh, prepares for that, Lord. Give him hope and expectation and we pray that you continue to use his amazing musical skills uh, for your glory and a blessing of many. Continue to pray for Michel and Sue as they struggle with long COVID. Give them hope, give them a sense 
of moving forward, Father. I pray that things will begin to improve for them. Continue to pray with Pauline for Martin. Pray for those horrible toxins lodged in his liver and kidneys. They will, that they will be removed and that he would continue to improve, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord, for our meeting, the PCC meeting with uh, Bishop uh, Debbie this week. Thank you for her encouragement. Uh, thank you that the whole process of uh, finding uh, a new vicar uh, can begin. Bless the team who are going to be creating a role description and a parish profile. Help them in, in that, Lord, and help them to be accurate in the way they describe what uh, St Tom's is like. Not an easy thing. Bless them in, in, in their deliberations, Father, we ask. And above all, you'd be preparing someone, perhaps some family, to come and join us here in Fair Oak, Lord, we, we bless you that you have this in mind, that you care about it, Lord. We pray for those of us who are struggling uh, with uh, our mental health, struggling to cope with uh, being stuck in, in four walls, not seeing people. Oh, Father, help us to find ways to um, break out, as it were, to be able to look beyond uh, what we're experiencing and to see you uh, working uh, in us and through us. And we pray, Father, for, for ourselves. If there's anything whole we are holding on to that stops us from following you, and following you as it were outside the camp. Please show us, Jesus, and help us to yield these things with joy. And now, as we prepare to take this time of prayer into the coming day, the Lord who loves us says in Matthew, Blessed are you when you, when people insult you, persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is the reward, your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So Matthew is saying there, you're, you're not alone, you're not the first. But asking that we would rejoice in that persecution. Such a, a hard thing to understand. But if you do feel that sense of persecution, for whatever reason, we offer that Lord, that, uh, that sense of persecution to you and 
and pray for your Holy Spirit's help. Shall we join in the words of the Lord's Prayer, whatever version or translation, I'm using the traditional version. So we say together, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And a closing prayer. Father, help us to live this day to the full, being true to you in every way. Jesus, help us to give ourselves away to others, being kind to everyone we meet. Spirit, help us to love the lost and the lonely, proclaiming Christ in all we do and say. Amen. So some difficult thoughts today, but above all, I hope and pray that you have a sense of being loved, of being of worth. Thank you uh, for joining me. It's been good to see uh, faces, words, <laughs> names. I hope and pray that the rest of your day uh, is good for you. And by all means, join us tomorrow at 10 a.m. as we have morning worship from St. Tom's uh, live on Valentine's Day uh, with a, a special guest speaker. God bless you. Have a great day.